joy to the world, the Lord has come. This is Jerry G. Martin. We are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, one of the most significant events in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever would believe on him would not perish, but shall have everlasting life. He was born for our salvation. He was crucified for our salvation. He was raised up on the third day for our salvation. And now we are celebrating who he is and that he's not only come to the world, but he has come to our lives. Use the opportunity of this season to invite someone to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Listen to these messages today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word as we celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, one of our problems we have in the culture today is that few people think they're lost. Anything worse than being lost is being lost and not knowing it. Because when somebody is lost, they look for a way to find their way back to safety. But so when someone is lost and don't know it, they won't look for a way out. God authorized this gift of Jesus Christ. The angels announced the gift of Jesus Christ, and Jesus authenticated that gift. We're told that Jesus Christ is the Savior who came to save people from their sin. He's in the people business. Jesus gave up his place in heaven to come to earth to save people from an eternal punishment from our sins so that those of us who are on earth can go to heaven. He came from heaven to earth so that those of us on earth can go to heaven. In the book of John, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. Don't let your heart be troubled. I'm going to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. In other words, he says, I'm going back home. And he said, if it wasn't so, if it wasn't like that, I wouldn't have told you. I know what I'm talking about. I've been there. I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to prepare a place for you. If it wasn't so, I wouldn't have told you. What does it mean to be saved? We have to go back to the beginning. We can talk about salvation and saved. What does it mean to be saved? Somebody asked me that one time in an orientation. They said, well, let me just ask a question, Pastor. So what does it mean to be saved? And I thought, you know, I have to always start back from the basic. What does it mean to be saved? We use the word salvation. Just think about it. What does it mean to be saved? In order to be saved, there has to be something from which you need to be saved. There's a burning car with people in it. Somebody went and saved them. Saved them what? Out of the car. Before the car caught on fire and he was driving down the street really nice and secure, he didn't need to be saved from that. Uh, he was drowning, so they jumped in and saved them. To be saved means to be rescued from danger or destruction. So when Jesus says he came to save, he says, I know that if they're not saved, they're headed to destruction. They don't know it. They may not be able to see it, but I know it because I know what's going to happen and I know what's in stores. I am going so I can save them. And we call that salvation. It denotes deliverance. It's used in the New Testament as a material of temporal deliverance from danger and apprehension. I'm saving you. There is one who wants to destroy you. Jesus said this, the thief comes but to kill, 
to steal and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life. I didn't come to kill. I come that you may have life. Salvation is the spiritual and eternal deliverance granted immediately by God to those who accept his condition of repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You accept him, he will immediately give you redemption, that is salvation. John put it this way in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have eternal life. In other words, those who don't believe in him will not have eternal life, although our spirits will remain eternally. There some will have eternal life and some will have eternal death and damnation. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus said this to his disciples in Matthew 16. If anyone would come to me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits or loses his soul? For what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Jesus came to save our souls. Listen, you can gain the whole world and lose your soul. You'll regret that because you're going to only be in the whole world for just a little while. You may be here for 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, 90 years. In the scheme of things, that's so, so a little time. The Bible says that day with God is like a thousand years with the man. I did the math and calculated that. What's an hour with God? An hour with God is 42 years with man. So if you live to be 84, you only had two hours. And Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world for two hours and lose his soul? That's the perspective he's got. So what is it going to profit you to do all this for two hours? And we got an eternity. I came here to get you to focus on eternity. That's why he says, don't look at the, the natural things, but look at the, don't look at the temporal things. Look at the spiritual things. I'm looking at it from the big picture. You, just, you guys just don't know. Believe on me. I know what I'm talking about. I came to save you. He told us in Mark, he said, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ came as this baby in a manger through this virgin girl so that he could save. Let's not forget why he came when we celebrate the fact that he came. This gift that God sent us in his son Jesus Christ is the only gift that many people refuse to receive. You ever seen a, a gift in a, in a box? You can walk up and gift wrapped almost any gift and just hand it to somebody. And very, I don't know if anybody would say, oh, excuse, I'm sorry, I don't want that. You say, well, I have a gift for you. We may not, know, we may not want it after we open it, but <laughs> before we see it, I said, well, thank you so very much. Well, the gift of Jesus Christ is the only gift that people refuse Normally, people can't wait to open their gifts and see what they've received. But the gift we received are usually forgotten. What did you get for Christmas three years ago? You remember? Three years ago? My wife remembered because I just go all out. 
She said, I remember it was nothing. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you remember what you got three years ago? After all of that, whatever you were doing to get it? What about two years ago? Do you remember last year? Sister William, you don't need to get nothing this year. He don't even remember last year. <laughs> you know how you get somebody to remember what they got last year? Get them the same thing every year. <laughs> so those gifts aren't that important. We don't remember them. But there is a gift that once you receive it, you'll never forget getting it. Some of you still remember the day on the hour that you made that commitment to Jesus Christ. And that gift that abide and last in our lives. What a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. I have a light in my soul for which I have long sought since Jesus came into my heart. Somebody else would say it this way, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind. But now I see. That gift has been announced. That gift has been authorized. That gift has been authenticated. Now it's time for you to accept it if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you don't know him, he came so that you might be saved. The great thing about John 3.16, he says, whosoever believes, that's anybody. And that's everybody. You can't be too poor. You can't be, of a, uh, you can't be uh, too disenfranchised. Whoever you are, anyone who asks and comes to him can receive him. I want you to bow your heads with me today. There are two things we need to do. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he came to save you. And we need to be saved because there's destruction down the road. Secondly, there are those of us who have the gift that we need to share with others. If you have Jesus Christ in your heart and you belong to him, you have that gift that's been given to you and now he wants you to share. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you just lift your hand and say, Pastor, I heard the word. I need to make a decision and I'm ready to make it today. I want to pray with you. If you never made that decision for Christ. You may be here today and you have a life or a lifestyle that's not pleasing to Christ and maybe you made a profession of faith in the past but you've, you've drifted away from him. If that's you, would you lift your hand and say, Pastor, I want to recommit my life to the Lord and I need you to do it now. If that's you, lift your hand. Maybe you're here today and you don't have a church family or a church home. Every believer needs to be connected into a body of believers where they can grow and Become equipped and fulfill God's vision and purpose for your life. If that's you and you say, Pastor, I need a church home. I need a place where I can worship. And I want to find out more about the light of the world. If that's you, lift your hand right where you are. We'll be glad to share that with you today. For the rest of us, again, I want to encourage you in this season. Let this be a season where the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will will be given by you to those whom you come in contact with. Those who call you on the phone. Uh, here's a good time to be a blessing to a telemarketer. When they call you and, you know, just think about them. They're calling you at random. They've got the boldness to call you at your home. 
while you're trying to eat dinner. They're calling you to try to sell you something you don't want. Use the same boldness and say, excuse me, before you get going, can I just share something with you? Do you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? I want to just give you some good news. I know you got something you want to share with me, but I want to share something with you. Take that opportunity. I believe God's going to use that to tell a marketer need to be saved if they're not. They have the job that you don't want. They're trying to make a living. Say, I know you're trying to make a living, but Jesus came that you can live. Let God use you today to be a blessing to someone else with the gift that he has given us. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We bless you for this opportunity. You have given us the good news. And Father, anoint us as we share the good news with others. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I certainly hope that you have enjoyed this message for the season. The Bible tells us that Jesus came to bring peace, to bring salvation, and bring his joy into our lives, into our heart. We sing joy to the world. This year has been a tumultuous year. Many of us do not have the joy of the Lord in us today. We may not have the peace of God in our hearts right now because of all the things that have been going on around us. But I want you to know that the Lord Jesus Christ is still seeking to save those who are lost. He's still bringing his joy and he's still bringing his peace to every one of us who will turn our hearts toward him and invite him into our lives and allow him to be the Lord of our lives. He was born so that we can be born again and have a new life in Christ Jesus. I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We are meeting in person on Sundays. For more information or if you have a prayer request, call us at 281-964-1393. That's 281-964-1393. I also invite you to join us online each Sunday at 10 a.m., at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Call us if you need church supplies, communion supplies, offering envelopes, Bibles or books, or study material. 281 441 2885. Again, that's 281 441 2885. Now for the light of the world, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.